Hi, this is Elaine. Um, sorry about the cold open here, but the audio in this episode got really distorted on my end. It's never, like, good quality, but it was, like, really bad. B sounds fine, so I don't know. I went ahead and posted the episode, but the sound quality is pretty rough. I had to cut, like, 20 minutes of mostly me talking, but um, I don't know. I figured I'd post it anyway. I Sorry to anyone who's listening to this. Enjoy what came from it, I guess. For a second, I thought that it wasn't, like, the episode that I thought it was. I panicked for a second until, really until he was like, all right, we're going to go run and go. I was like, no, it's this episode, it's this episode. I love animals. Hi, I'm Elaine. And I'm B. And this is Can You Dig It? A Haikyuu recap. We are already on episode 11, The Decision. Can I just say, this episode, I feel like I say it every time, or like we say it a lot, but this episode is my favorite from season one. Like, really? Yeah, honestly, I think it is because there's so many moments in it that I love, and like just everything about it is just so, like, it's so cute. I just really love this episode. It's just lovely. It has so many iconic moments. It really does. Yeah, it was just, it it just really was a really good episode. So without further ado, let's talk about it. In that opening, my girl Natsu. She is precious. Like she didn't have to say a word. She said bye, but she's just so cute. She's the cutest little kid. And I just like really get, I don't know, she grows up. It's really nice. Like, when I found out about post-time skip for her, I remember just being so, like, happy. I was like, that is so precious to me. It's so sweet. And, like, you know, I'm still waiting for a spinoff that's never going to happen. I was about to say, I'll take a spinoff. I want a spinoff about Natsu so bad. She's just so cool and perfect. You know what? At this point, I'll even take an OVA. <laughs> no, no, I really, I feel like it's, it's gotta be a manga. Like, oh, you know, yeah, that's very true. And I think it would just be so different. Of course, another honorable mention to that. I literally wrote in my notes. I was like, oh, he just like shaking at his desk. And then I wrote, I wrote hot teacher right under it. Because I literally just wrote hot teacher. In all she's, she's really, it's another one of those things where like, we know nothing about her, but anytime I see her, I'm like, yeah. She is something else. She is so spicy. They did not have to do that, but they did. It was a creative choice. Very much a good decision. So then we get like a little mini training montage. And Okai is just like so excited watching them. Yes. He literally is like ice sparkling. So excited watching them do all their spikes. And I I don't know. I love it. Because he keeps saying, oh, I'm just going to be the temporary coach. But he's getting, like, so invested. And then along with that, uh, we just have them going to their, like, place they're staying for this training camp. And Hinata just being, like, so ecstatic. Just opening everything, looking around. It's just so, it's so cute. Honestly, he's just so fun to watch. He really is. This, like, this opening scene of them, so golden, and it is mostly because of the thing with Suga. I literally made a note about his duck waddle. He looks like a little penguin. I can't stand that. 
because he literally is like they're so like Tanaka and Moya of course so excited because they're like if Kyoko's here it can't be dirty like it has to just be perfect can you not tell and then Suga just being like she goes home for the day and then just walking off like the delivery of that line like he's just so like like perky about it it is so funny to me and how he wanders off but like that's what I'm saying like this episode has so many moments that I literally just like smiled because then right after that the door opens and Takata's just with like his bandana on and his apron Oh my god. Because Kyoko have been cooking and then they see Kyoko and they like revive and it's just like it's just so it's so charming. Like I it just makes me like so happy and I love moments like these when it's like you get to see them and their personality and it's just so just like carefree. Yeah, it's honestly really charming. I'm like, what? I would to watch Takara and Kyoko in the kitchen together. I'll never get sick of it. I, I just... It just goes back to our love for Takara. Honestly, he's so good. He's such a good person. He is. And you know what? I bet he's an amazing cook, too. I would love to have him teach me how to cook. I bet. I mean, it's not hard to make curry. You just put the food in the pan. <laughs> then we get another, honestly... This scene is, like, iconic. The horror reference scene. You know, that's honestly one of the scenes that, like, I'll, I'll, like, forget moments happen. Or, like, I'll forget, like, when they happen. But for this scene alone, I was like, oh, my God. I know it's going to have Shoyo freaking out because he's a little kid. And then Noya's just with his hair down. And Tanaka's just, like, losing his mind because he thinks it's the funniest thing. It's so, it's just so funny. Just the entire, like, tone of this scene and how it was done is just so brilliant like the way it really feels it feels so meta because you're like watching a scene that is supposed to be like reminiscent of like an old like a horror movie like it's following all of those tropes but then also the characters within that scene also like know <laughs> that they're following those and like the way that the lighting changes and, like, and then like you have Asahi like trying to get them to be quiet on top of it and then they just all start screaming and he's like then she's gonna get mad and then that she starts yelling at them god the fact that like, she's gonna get mad comes up over and over and I'm like Stop not even the fact that they're being loud like don't make Daichi mad but yeah I love that moment it comes up all the time people love talking about it because it's like really interesting like really dynamically cool um I don't know I just I really like that scene and then we get to a more serious moment between Ukai and Takada when they're talking who is going to be the starting setter. It's one of those moments where you can show how much, like you can see how much Ukai cares about Karasuno, even if he doesn't like admit wholeheartedly that he does. And it goes more than just, oh, this is just a temporary position to like thinking about the best way for them to excel and this internal debate that he has because he's like obviously Kageyama's strong but like Suga he has like so many attributes too like he's like really personal relationships and then even like Suga being like I was in that similar position like I understand how he feels and that's what makes it hard too yeah um that's definitely a good point in that he could like I feel like he's definitely even though he hasn't said it he already knows that he's going to stay because if he wasn't then like his decision on this wouldn't matter that much. And then also, like, yeah, it's just, that's just such a hard position to be put up, put in, especially, like, knowing how it feels. 
it's like we were saying before, like it's hard to be in that position where you know someone's choosing between you and someone else, but it's also hard to be the one having to choose. Yeah, it's really hard. It's a hard choice. Mm-hmm. And I know that we both feel for that as well. Like we've both been, been in similar positions like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ultimately, I think that he makes the right it was just a really good moment, honestly, altogether. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very like I think one of the most impactful and like realistic sort of struggles in this show. Like I feel like it happens to everyone. Exactly, and we definitely yeah. see this idea and this trope come up later. Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like this show is ultimately sort of about a struggle between being the best version of yourself and being a version of yourself that's better than others and how those two concepts can and like sometimes help each other and also sometimes be harmful exactly yeah and this definitely sets that up Suga decides that like the way for him to be better by stepping back which takes a lot exactly and the way he like even explained it was like it was I like when he was saying like it like everything he was saying made sense and the way he even explained it to like Ukai and was like the reasoning of why he thinks this it was very mature of him yeah it was and he's a very he's a very mature young man he is I really <laughs> love him he's honestly so great he's so good honestly I I love him so much so then the moment we've been waiting for oh my gosh him I for like a split second because when you're looking and you see the thumbnail it doesn't show any of them it just shows like the jersey at least where I was watching it shows like just the jersey so for like a split second I was like do we have to wait again until (laughs) they're like all right we're gonna go running and then I was like nope this is it we have of course not for the first time and not for the last time Hinata running off getting himself lost and then he runs into who is unbiasedly I can't even say he's my favorite character, but he's literally, he's so great. I adore Kenma. Honestly, the man, the legend, the Kozuken. I love him. Honestly, I always am like, oh, I really love this character. Like, oh, this. And I'm like, I do. But for Kenma, I could write like an essay about why he is just such a good character. He's Dude, great. Kenma, Kenma is next level. Like, even just from this very first meeting, you just, I, I, I personally was like, oh, this, this is like something, like this is something more. Literally wrote about the parallels. I was saying that, it was like, well, like first we have him being like, oh, I don't care about like the dumb things, like honorifics, that's not a big deal to me. And then him saying like, oh, like he doesn't really like getting tired and everything. But then you can see he's literally is like I play because I think my friend needs me and that's like honestly it's one of those lines that we don't think twice about until we get more into his backstory where I literally just wanted to cry but here's what here's what really makes it for me is that he doesn't just say friend he says friend plural it it is plural so much it is about plural but also like I feel like people focus on their relationship a lot which is valid because their relationship is again one of the most interesting parts of Alpha Unmatched. It's unmatched. Partners is one of the best chapters ever. It's incredible. Kenma's whole um, motivations are completely opposite from Hinata. Mm-hmm. Hinata was driven to play volleyball, but he had no one to do it with. Whereas Kenma doesn't really care about volleyball, but 
is completely driven by his friends. I just think it's so good. It's fucking awesome, honestly. <laughs> I love him to death. And like a lot of the conversation that happened just now, it like honestly comes back in season four. And like it makes sense because like a lot of things, like we were saying, they always end up returning or like cycling back. But like this stuff, especially with Kim being like, I don't like getting tired. My friends need me. And he's like, it's a pretty good team. Like all this stuff is so like, it comes back later on in season four. And like, even like later on in the manga itself, all these things he's saying, but like, it just Mm -hmm. ends up being like further and like more expansive than what it is. Yeah. And I honestly, I love the way that Kim talks about himself and about Nekoma. Like he never, he, he does, he does, he never talks, talks any kind of about but he's always saying nice things about them. He's like, yeah, I think, I think we're pretty good. He's like, mm-hmm. he literally is like, I mean, I know that we used to be really good and like people don't think we are anymore, but he's like, I think we're a really good team. And I just, it just makes me, I just, he's so good. He's so great. He honestly is. I'm like, I don't know. It's just, he's just great. He's just a great character. And like, he has so much dimension. He's just so interesting. He's so uh, I love him so much. I love Kenma. Oh, I love him so much. Then we get this little like walk back, or I guess they're running with uh, Hinata and Suga talking. Um, I really like that Hinata that they show Hinata acknowledging that it bothers him to be tied to Kevin. Yeah, exactly. And then it even has they both have the same mindset about wanting to stand on the court the longest and then mm-hmm. them both using that as your motivation of like why they want to keep playing and why they want to keep improving and it's like so you feel like these characters don't have like a long common with each other like they all have different personalities but they all pretty much have the same mindset of like they want to be the one playing the longest because they enjoy what they do yeah and and I think that Nita also has this sort of like guilt happening at this moment of like mm-hmm. It, it happened, you know, it happens more when, when he's talking to Anoshida. Yes. I... But he feels it for Sugawara, too. Of like, he feels sort of guilty that he is, he's kind of lucked his way into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't let that hold him back. Instead, he's like, I'm going to work hard and like make it so that it's not luck. Exactly. It's like, I was given this position. So I'm going to prove to everyone that I deserve to be in this position and that it's not just I'm the one hitting his ball, hitting the volleyball from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's just like a really good way to handle that. Then we have, of course, you're going to have people talking about Kenma because oh <laughs> he's a scrawny, tiny little thing. And he's like, I don't like moving. And then, you know, that Kuro's going to come in and be like, that's what he said, like scrawny setter or something you're talking about is the spine, brain, and heart of Nekama. I, I love how everyone literally is like, nah, Kenma's like, he's such a huge asset to Nekama. Dude, if we are talking, okay, so like I just said that Kenma speaks highly of Nekama, but the way that Nekama talks about Kenma... 100 percent the pampered prince i love them i love when they say that i think it's so funny and how like it shows up later the whole like how 
Nekama is so quick to be like supporting Kenma or like like yeah. talk praise to Kenma and stuff. Meanwhile, Kenma's like, yeah, I think we're a really good team as a whole. And then they're all like, Kenma's the best. Don't ever talk <laughs> about Kenma again. Like, that's not allowed. And it's especially with the second years. And I am so excited to like get to see the relationship between the second years later on because it's honestly one of my favorite friendships. Dude, yes. I love Tora so much. Like, it's one of those things where he's one of those characters that a lot of people don't like upon first meeting him because he's he's a lot he's a lot something about I think he's the funniest person I love Tora and you know what I realized that I'm very upset about we got no Fukunaga you're right he's not, well we didn't really get we didn't get a lot of people we didn't really get Yaku we didn't get oh we haven't met him yet but like I was so offended offended even though he like literally I don't even think he had a voice actor in the first season he didn't but the point is Nekuma is one of those teams where like there's not one character or one player that I really uh, I'm, I'm gonna be contradicting myself in a bit but like Nekuma <laughs> team where I love them all so much and so when I don't get to see all of them I get like genuinely upset like I kept waiting for Fukunaga I was like where is he and I was like where's Haku where's Kai like where are they Honestly, when we saw like that one moment of like the, the starting lineup like back, mm-hmm. walking away, I love them so much. I love Nekama. Goodness, something about them. I don't even know. I, you know, I'm always like, how can you like this character so much? Like, but when I'm like, who can I get this? Who can I get that? He doesn't. He literally does not. He does not speak until season four, pretty much. Yet. He has my entire heart. I just love him. He's so good. Oh my God. Yeah, there's just something about them. Like they're so good. But going back, because oh, yeah. we talked. If we get so off topic, it's fine. We <laughs> were a little. Going back little to little. Suga and Ukai and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Him approaching Ukai about it. It literally it makes me so emotional every single time. That and was it, very brave of him. It was very brave and mature and responsible. And it's one of those things where it's like they haven't even known Ukai that long for him to like go up to him and be like, this is what I think. Because he's like, this is what's going to be the best benefit for us. And it's just, it was really good. I, I like, I love him so much. So much I love him. Yeah, I think that that kind of thing takes like a lot of, he could have like easily kind of just like, just gone along with the flow. And if Kayama ended up, um, and then Daisy and Asuki like spying on them. I wanted to cry because then they were like, we have to do good. Like we have to win this for him. And just like, it makes me so emotional because the third years, they love each other so much. Like they, like, they, of course they love the whole team, but like the three of them have like such a strong bond with each other. The scene of them eating and Noya is like bothering the first years about what they're eating. He is like... <laughs> caring in a noia way we're like he's like i don't know how to explain it he's not gonna be like all right make sure you eat he's like he's like eat as much as you can you gotta stuff yourself like just the most noia way of helping yeah it's honestly it's so great like he's like so aggressive and also i just have like i don't know what it is but i have such a soft spot for like watching characters like i just 
I just get like really emotional when they're like eating a good meal. It just it really makes me happy. It no, I get it. It's cute. It's like wholesome and like I don't know something about it really satisfies like my heart. Yeah, no, it's cute. With their welfare, they deserve to have it after a long day and like being like doing like strenuous activity. They deserve that meal. Yeah, like I don't know. Every time I see the picture of Atsumi eating that rice ball, like I'm just gonna cry. Goodness, goodness, I can't handle it. I you know what I'm saying though. He's eating so well. It just makes me emotional. You're smiling when they eat. It's great. Uh, um, so then they find out this, the starting lineup is announced. Um, and you know what? You're right. And that is pretty darn great. I wrote, I literally wrote, I love Anoshida so much. So, so, so much. He's honestly great. He, God, it's the fact that he's not mad. He's mad at himself more than anything. He's like, I ran away. I don't have nearly as much dedication as everyone else here. So it makes sense for me not to be in the starting lineup. And then Noya kind of using him to like rile Asahi up in a sense. And then like Tanaka and like Tanaka getting all mad because he's like, you can't take my spot. And Inosha being like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> like, I love Inoshida. And he's one of these characters where we don't know a lot about him. But what we do know, he's just so good. He's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the fact that he admits where he was like, it went from being fun to them only caring about winning, and he like felt like ashamed and how he's like, I I ran away and just like it's honestly, I just love him. Like I can't even like explain exactly, but he's just everything he's saying makes so much sense. Yeah, I recently I recently reread um, parts of the match where where Daichi gets injured and. It, like it goes back to those Inoshida like and he was fucking like, like him like in his house like eating stuff and watching like anime and it's just like it's a very he's a very human he's very relatable and like he was like yeah it was honestly nice to have a break and like I get to do whatever I wanted for a little while but like, then he decides that like he wants this more really it's so good to see someone like it's just he's so normal mm-hmm. he's deeply normal and that is like not a bad thing it's exactly. never portrayed as a bad thing and his reasoning too being like we couldn't handle it it used to be fun but then it turned into it felt like they cared more about winning than anything else and we just couldn't keep up with it and we just left and it's like it's understandable and like I understand exactly this mindset that they have and how when they come back, they're not expecting to immediately get their spots back. Kind of know should have even said that where he was like, I don't have nearly as much dedication. Like, obviously it makes sense. But just like the way he goes about it, I just, I just really love Anoshida. I think he's just such a good character and he's so realistic in the sense of the way that he views volleyball compared to a lot of other people on his team and not something that he likes doing for fun versus a lot of the other members of the team are more like, I want to do this because I want to win. I want us to go so far. And how he's quick to be like, that makes sense. You deserve to be in this spot more than I do. Yeah. But also like to me, I, I don't know. I, I don't know a single person who has never had Oh, exactly. Everyone gets like, that. Every everyone has that feeling at some point where they're like, what am I doing? Like why am I doing this? I need a break. And I think it's good that he took it honestly. He got something out of that. Like even though it's making better at volleyball, it 
reaffirms it and loves it, and that's worth something. Exactly. I just, he's, oh, I love Inoshida. I really do. He's, he's sweet, honestly. So sweet. A lot. So they get their jerseys. Honestly, okay, I also really love <laughs> when Hinata goes and like taps Tadarama on the back. She's like, don't be jealous, Tadarama. I literally, it's my favorite thing. Don't be jealous. <laughs> it's the fact that he was so upset at first because he's like, why is he number higher than me? And Tsunokansuki being like, yeah, we knew he was going to say that. And then him not realizing that it's the little giant's number. It's so good. And then along with that, we get Noya, who's the star, and that's why he has the orange jersey. He's the star. I mean, look, I think he is. Like, fuck, I love him. He's the star of everything. Honestly, he's just, he's so incredible. I freaking love him. I watched a TikTok earlier with like, someone said that Daichi's reviews were almost on par with Nishinoya's, and I was like, no, where are you getting this from? He's good at receives, but like, no. Like, Noya is literally unmatched. Yeah, like, he's, he's like top three. He is top three. It's like, uh, him, reason. Yaku, and Motia. Like, those are the. Oh, he's amazing. I love him. But yeah, so we talked about it a little bit before, but like, Again, we're setting up sort of, we're setting up the differences between, the differences and the similarities of Nekomas and Kurosino that make them like perfect foils to each other. And we get the moment, the, the moment where Ukai says that they are like completely opposite of Kurosino in that they are not like individually exceptional, but as a whole, they are like really cohesive and they don't have any gaps. Versus Karasuno, they's like m- almost all the players are really talented, but they're kind of hot. <laughs> exactly. On their um, own, they're good. They're just not a cohesive unit yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a really, like, really well done. And like they set up the, the, the parallels and the similarities versus the differences and the way that it's all like, presented is very, very well done. Um, and then we just got, we just get this whole scene. I, I, this scene is so cute to me. I don't know why. With Yamamoto like sitting on his bed talking about like girls, the two, the two firsters are like watching him with like so much. They they look so serious about it. And like I honestly, I just think Shibuya is the cutest thing in the whole world. Like that is my boy. That is my child. My son. I love him so much. He's really cute, and I really love the Lamb vs. Sky OVA when we get to see that moment. Because I know that's your favorite. Oh my god. Your favorite thing, because we get to see Shibuya. That's my happy place. I will watch it. I watched it over and over. I mean, completely, completely valid. It's such a good OVA. Like, if I'm having a bad day, it's like, I mean, all of the Nekuma OVAs, like, the Lamb vs. Sky. I freaking love him. I just love him. He's so cute. He's so cute. And like just such a good kid, and honestly, I mean, here's the thing: he's he's kind of similar to Inoshida. I was about to say you have Shibuyama, and I have Inoshida. And yeah, it's a similar thing. It's very similar. our love for them, we just love them. That's how it is. They're freaking lovable. I, oh my god! Then we get the infamous hell wiggle. I love it. I always like have to like rewind it or like look at it again there's this little toe wiggle and he's playing his game 
And then Taurus says, Mr. Unenthusiastic Kenma is actually looking forward to a game. I, uh, it's so great. The, honestly, this entire scene just sums up their dynamics perfectly. Like Tora just being really loud and yelling and Kemma being like not paying attention because he's playing his game. And then Koro literally like popping a blood vessel in his head because he's like about <laughs> to lose his mind over Tora. Tora twice. He's like, it's so good. I, I fucking, I love Nekama so much. They're so good. They're just so good. They're, I can't even explain it. They're so good. I can't, I cannot fucking wait to meet Yaku. God, I love Yaku. It's honestly, he's, he's up there. He's up there for me. So good. Dude, same. He's like, I think second tier. So good. I just adore him. Like we saw him for literally, we saw his back and I was like, my king. He just looks so good. Like, you know, Wilka too. He's doing that like, He's like rolling his shoulder. I was like, okay, yes, I love this. Honestly, I, I get kind of sad thinking about Inuoka sometimes. Yeah. Because like, he just doesn't, he doesn't get to play as much once Love is there. And like, all of Nekama are just, oh, they're so good. And I'm so excited to get to season four. Oh my God. And just like waiting, waiting for their back against Cross now. When he gets animated, we're not going to shut up. <laughs> oh my God, I'm literally never going to shut up. I know. And it's really bad too, because I'm the only one out of like all my friends that have actually like read the manga and who knows what happens. So I'm going to have to be dead so I not say a word. I don't know how you could, honestly. I know, like knowing me, I'm going to start blabbing about it and they're going to be like, oh my God, shut up. And I'm like, sorry, I can't help it. I just love well, that. But at the same time, it's like better than right now. Where I feel like sometimes you talk to like it was people who have not read partners like trust you and it doesn't even matter. Oh my god! It was easier for part two of season four because for the most part everyone knew who was gonna win that match. Like even if you didn't read the manga, a lot of people were like, "Oh, like obviously they're gonna win, so they can play against Nekoma." And I'm like, but this one, like, I just, it got me. I was surprised. And I don't know why I was so surprised, but I still was. Huh. I, I, I wasn't surprised. I don't, I don't want to say surprised. I was just really sad. I mean. Uh, I was emotional. Oh my God. So next episode, do we get to meet um, Nekomata next episode? Um, or does he not come up next episode? Not come up till. It's a wonderful question. Give me one moment. It's important. I need to know if I'm, if I'm going to see him. We meet him next episode. Yes! We get to spend probably majority of the podcast next week just talking about Nekamata. Dude, I love that old man. He makes me so happy. I have so many feelings for Nekamata. I can't <laughs> begin to describe it. I will lose my mind when we see him. I will lose my mind. I feel like we're, we're going to have a lot of characters. We meet all the rest, Nekamata. It is just a group of lovely, lovely lads. And I can't wait to see all of them. It makes me so happy. I just have so many loves for so many characters in Haikyuu. Honestly, it's one of those shows where, like, I feel like it's, I don't know. Like, sometimes you read or, like, watch things where the point is not really, like, to enjoy or the point is to, like, understand the lessons of Lala and yada yada and stuff. But, like, this show, honestly, it is just, like, pure enjoyment. Like, no matter who is watching this show, you like, I feel like you could sit any person down and explain to watch this show, and they would find a boy that they would just like. And it's just like, you just like them. They're just likable. And it's just nice to watch fun, likable characters go about their lives. Exactly. 
it's like you're there's always going to be a favorite character like it does not matter what you will always find a favorite character all right well i guess on that note i don't really have anything else to say about that. that's really it yeah so i'm Eleni. and i'm b and um we have a twitter yes our twitter is can you dig it underscore pod pod uh we will post whenever we upload a new podcast episode and we're probably just going to start doing just talking about random things and then whenever we get close to finishing season one we're probably going to do some talk about other things and you can just catch up there and see what we're doing in our lives when we're not doing this podcast and yelling about haiku We'll still be yelling about it. You don't have to hear our voices when we yell about it. And I'll be <laughs> coherent with tweets. Yeah, so you can follow us. And um, bye. I'll see you next week. Bye.